You're listening to the Recruiting Daily Podcast. We're recording from HR Tech in Vegas, thanks to our friends and partners at Jovio. We're talking to some of the best minds in HR and business and digging into the most pressing issues in the workplace so you don't have to. Here's your host, William Tincup. Ladies and gentlemen, this is William Tincup, and we are podcasting live from Jovio's booth at HR Tech. I have one of my dear friends and a uh, person that I absolutely respect, Chris Varilla. And Chris, would you do us a favor yes. before we get into the bit is uh, introduce yourself? Absolutely. My name is Chris Havrilla. Time drops my walks off stage. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> my name is Madonna. My name is Havrilla. <laughs> it is just one name is required. No. Um, my name is Chris. Uh, talk about respect. Mm. And being able to do this with you is such a thrill because he's my good friend. So, And I love the conversations we've had over multiple years <laughs> yep. that we won't admit to how long that is. No, the statute of limitations hadn't run out on absolutely, some of Absolutely, absolutely. Yep. Uh, working for Oracle, uh, relatively new to the, uh, to the product team there and running strategy, which is uh, for HCM, for talent. Right. And it's, it's a really cool job. Like, yeah. I love it because it's like 50%, what should we invest in? You know, what, why, how do we, how do we message that internally, externally, you know, kind of playing connective tissue with all the internal players and partners. And then the, the other half of it is, is customer advocacy yep. and advisory. Which is, you know, I think we all know, like, if you're going to use tech, like, actually apply it right. Turns out. Right. It turns out a hammer doesn't build a house what? by itself. What? <laughs> so, you know, there's there's that side of it. So it's a kind of a dream role for me in a lot of respects, you know, to really start to kind of model all the things I've studied and the things I've done in the ways I've done it, which may not necessarily have been right. the only way to do things, and, and really kind of apply it and, and try to build some some showcases of doing things right. Because we've been doing a lot of talking about stuff in this industry around work, workforce, workplace for a long time, and maybe we haven't knacked it all yet perfectly, right. but uh, that's just small rose-colored glasses goals, right? Oh, yeah. Fix the world of work, make work better for people, people better at work. One of the things I love about your career is you're a disruptor and an innovator together, right? So you mm -hmm. actually come in, look at what's there, challenge the status quo, etc. When you were with a large payroll provider, yes. un unnamed. 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 Um, they had a, there's a perception of that firm, and you went in there and literally innovated. And, and I, I thought that was just genius that they allowed you the space and the freedom to do that. In Oracle, in similar ways, people have a perception, yeah. preconceived idea of what Oracle is, does, etc. And it, the, 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 I think the brains, actually, of hiring you and letting you, letting you in and going, okay, hey, go, go do this, you know, take us to the next place. And, and actively blogged about it. Yep. They know... I am a professional question asker. That's right. You know, I question why things for a living. Why are what? we doing that? Why, 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 why? what? Yep. Wait, oh, but how come? Yep. You know, just everything. And and I love that they blogged about it, owned it, and because I don't think it's a big secret that that's right. what I do. Right. And, and, you know, but I use my powers for good, not evil, right? And 100%. it's just, you know, I love that they not only did it, 
but then said, you know, we want that. Yep. We want that. They actively sought yeah, you out. Exactly. Which, which again, which is give them all the kudos. Cool. That's just exactly. genius. Okay, so I am going to give you a magic wand. Ooh, I've always wanted one of these. I know, right? I love it. So, if you could fix anything in talent sourcing, the sourcing of talent, what would you fix? I would fix, this probably isn't the answer. I don't know how sexy this is, um, and I don't know how innovative this is, because um, it seems kind of like a no-brainer to me, but I would squash this notion that it has to be external all the time. Um, you know, and I think we've we've talked about external candidates, we've talked about passive candidates, we talked about is should you do this, should you do that? And I don't think most organizations totally get that they're competing for their own talent all the time and that they have skills and capabilities that they don't know that sometimes the people don't know. And so how do we leverage data and tech to start giving us insights even about our own people? And why does talent acquisition and talent sourcing always need to be externally focused, right? Um, And there are some big systemic issues. There's some insight issues. There's a a few issues of why, you know, and beyond mobility, right? right? Right, right, Like, look, we have real problems. There's... People shortages, skill shortages, talent shortages, every kind of shortage yes. ever, right? right? And we don't seem to focus on the fact that we or, or care sometimes, right? Like we talk mobility, we talk developing, right. reskilling, right. upskilling. We talk a lot of stuff about it, but we still have silos even within talent, yep. right? And so I would transform by going, unleash these people on anybody, right? And why do we have to protect and make it hard for literally everybody to keep our people? So I did a a briefing for uh, a talent marketplace type of uh, of, of Mm -hmm. vendor. And uh, there's about 80 people on the call. We had about two hours scheduled. And they started off, they said, William, you're a thought leader. I died a little bit that right, day. Die a small death. Thanks. I'm vomiting in my mouth. Thanks. <laughs> so uh, they do this bit, and then they said, okay, take us, take us, like, what is going on? And I said, here's the deal. If you don't offer up opportunities to your own people, someone else will. Right. It's that simple. It is that simple. So and get good at it quickly. It is easier. Like, I literally studied this so deeply yep. Yep. when I was at Deloitte, right? Yep. And it was ridiculous how many systemic issues Mm -hmm. that there were silly things like policies of you can't get a four percent you can only get a four percent increase for a lateral move and maybe only eight to ten percent and that's like aggressive oh yeah for a for a quote promotion that's how you lose people and that's exactly how you lose people where's the Where's the pay-to-stay data? That's right. Right? I can't afford to give that person a $25,000 raise. Can you afford to lose them? Can you afford to lose them and still give whoever comes back in a $25,000 raise and on top add, of that? Add in all the recruiting costs, exactly. the training costs, and all that The other. time to productivity, everything. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. I don't understand that. Oh, I do. Because... I, um, I want to. Explain it to me, please. Okay, so I think the... It's the difference in sales and marketing, right? We play doubles tennis, right? Yeah. So in sales and marketing, you blame each other. So if the leads are bad, sales blames marketing. The leads mm-hmm. are bad. You send over the long reads. These aren't the right leads. Yeah. 
if 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 the if if marketing then has that, you're not you're not selling aggressively enough. You're not doing demos. You're not following up with it. Okay. In recruiting and HR, much the same thing. Where recruiting has historically dropped at onboarding. Right. Done. We leave we leave at the we offer letter, signed, great, done. That's your problem. YPMP. Your problem, my problem. Right. So and this is, I mean, 200, words, 200 years of just, that's when you say entrenched, historical, systemic, yeah, yeah that. it's that. Mm. Because they're still blaming each other. Yeah. So how do you pull the recruiters through, pull their data, the systems, the process, yeah. how do you pull that through and then say, it's okay. Yeah. These people, fair game, and oh, by the way, yeah. it's better that we source them here and give them another opportunity it's, because there's people outside of our organization that are going to source them. It's easier for them to get more money, more challenge, a better manager right. outside, and, and and that's just wrong. Well, but then why are we still trying to solve every business problem with recruiting? Yeah. Right? Yeah. External recruiting anyway, right? Yep. Like all the woes of the world. Why is it talent acquisition's responsibility <laughs> To fix the broken attrition issues and what's causing those and the systemic issues, if you're going to put it all on talent acquisition yeah. and talent sourcing to keep fixing the problems of a business, yeah. then unleash them yeah. and let them do it. Let them source internally, let them source externally, give them data and insights. And by the way, that data can even help those workers help themselves. Oh, 100%. And when you do have a brilliant manager, they can, but... Managers are busy holding on to their talent. That's right. By giving them no options. In fact, that's a tell of a bad manager. It is. Sorry. It absolutely is. But so. they're so worried that they, nobody can backfill that. That's right. And it's just it like snowballs. So jobs, that's jobs. that's what I would transfer. Jobs. Mike walks off stage. Thank that's you. It. Thank you so much. Boom. Chris. <laughs> You've been listening to the Recruiting Daily Podcast live at HR Tech. Graciously sponsored by Jovio. For all other HR, recruiting, and sourcing news, check out recruitingdaily.com.